Welcome to Name Givers, an Earth Dawn actual play podcast. So this is the first time I think that Jarm's ever seen a horror mark. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like or, like I've been looking for them because they sound yeah. weird and curious, but yeah, this one's pretty loud and proud. Um, yeah. It is um, stylized, at kind of a draconic symbol. Uh, if you were to guess, uh, which is probably yeah. a bit strange as well. Uh, it is more or less a brand, though. It's not even just a mark. It is an obvious brand in astral space. Um, Although, but, considering that we are right next to a yeah, that's what I was dragon's saying. home, no. not exactly surprising. Mm-hmm. It's thematically and like, appropriate. And, like, the thing is, because Jerome hasn't really seen a horror mark before, she doesn't really have a ref- point of reference yet, other than knowing that this is this mark does have some astral yeah. pollution associated with it. Has Jerome yeah. seen like horror astral taint from horrors before? I mean, I don't know, but like primarily, she's just sort of done mundane stuff, and you know, I guess she probably would have because just about everywhere has some yeah. form of pollution. Uh, unless you're in the really clean spaces uh, all the time, no, no, which I not don't that. think you've been. So, yeah, so it's a pretty obvious one. Um, they will start with Jaron's reaction to that. You've got three um, elves. Two of them seem like they are warrior types. They have, we're going to say axes on their back. I'm not sure if I said swords or axes last time, but I'll go with axes. Um, they're actually wearing what almost are the equivalent of like Viking helmets, because at first you're like, wait, these elves have horns, but no, it's the helmets that they have on mm-hmm. have horns on them. And um, one of them uh, actually has ribbons on their horn, and the other one has their horn horns dyed red. Uh, but both of them are wearing uh, armor and... Um, one you think is female, the other male, in terms of the the warrior types. Um, the Elven Anthermancer, though, who uh, you are looking at, uh, I mm-hmm. think that's the one we decide you are looking yeah. at, yeah. Um, is wearing unusually bright colors, uh, cheery colors, kind of like a Discrang might. Yeah. Like pinks, and, pinks and greens, bright ones. Uh, which is unusual for a Nethermancer. Uh, a little counter. But uh-huh. still has the skulls and things, you know, that you would expect of another mancer to have adorning them. Cool. What do you do? Um, so we are... We stopped our ship and they're approaching, right? They yeah, also I mean, over one of those um, message worms, as I'm going to call it. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> the krill worms. Uh, message larvae. <laughs> Flying larvae. Um, but yeah, they had circled back and landed. They haven't dismounted yet, and it looks like one is about to speak, uh, but because I really can't recall if last time they said anything. 
Um, but no, we uh, were, I, I think we're just get, about to get to the. Um, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, what does Jarum do with this? So, sorry, are you there flying alongside our ship, or no, we're all landed? landed? Okay, so uh, they've landed. You're, you're on still, our ship? Your airship is still floating. It doesn't really okay. stop, other than. I mean, oh, yeah. maybe the air sailors can kind of tell that you're not going too fast, but yeah. really an airship is always moving in some way. So you're just not full speed or anything like that. Um, so Jerem will turn a queasy shade and just quietly under her breath, you know, look at her companions and be like, uh, these guys seem scary. You think they're horror mark? So you're worried about that? Careful. Um, how stealthy are you trying to be about saying that? Oh, I'm going to try to be stealthy for sure. Okay. I, uh, Do you have air speak or anything like that? I ask because you, you are a shaman, and I think that might be a thing they get at some point, but I just want to check if you had it or not. Well, double, triple check the old talents list. I think it's called uh, air speak or something like that. No. No, I do okay. have danger sense and um, spirit talk, but none of those things are the same. Okay. No, da- no danger sense is going off uh, on you, just so you know. Cool. Okay. Well, I still feel queasy. <laughs> and for those who don't know, that's more of a, it's kind of a GM focused one, although a player can initiate it. Um, you know, the GM can make someone roll danger sense because they're about to be attacked and surprised. Um, but it's spider this- sense. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's if there's no, it, there's a non-obvious danger uh, coming, basically. Um, yeah, okay. And you are just whispering, so I'm gonna make you roll a, hmm, I guess perception roll, just to attempt. I'm trying to think of what the best attribute, but there isn't 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 any good one. I believe air air talk would probably use perception for it, so. All right. Your ability to perceive what can be heard by those. <laughs> you're My not favorite trying, step you're in not the world. Yeah. And oh, we'll roll I'm against fairly that. certain I'm hovering behind her shoulder because she seems like the best thing to hide behind currently. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to play gonna, a small character one of these days. going to go with the highest right. perception. Right. Okay. I'd love okay. to play a windling. I just don't think I have the energy for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Having to talk like Mixie's kind of hard. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, uh, there's nothing coming out of that role right now. I'm just checking yep. um, kind of how much might be perceived out of that. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go one person at a time. Mixie hears this. What does she do? Uh, well, Mixie said, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're, you're right. That that looks like about what you said it was. Oh, did you roll Astral Sight yet? Uh, I did not, I don't think. So I can't, we'll get you to roll Astral Sight then. I will do that. Uh, can I join in on that? I can't uh, remember if I did last session or not, but with them talking you, about it, you didn't. You didn't hear, but yes, you can this time. You you did, I think, inside the dragon lair um, once, is what I recall. Um, well, nineteen. Nineteen and twenty-two. So we'll start with the mixie because I'm just going kind of narrative order here, uh, in part because um, mixie. Oh yeah, nineteen. Sorry, I saw the 22 and reversed it in my head. Uh, 19 for Mixie. The reason I'm going near to order because you are a wizard. This is the realm of wizards looking in astral sight, space, and windlings too. Windlings just have it naturally. 
Um, of course. I know it still takes you the strain, but it, it's even if you weren't a wizard, you would have astral sight. You would have had it all your life. Um, so 19 is pretty good. So you are actually a little confused by this mark that Jerem huh? sees um, from your perspective. You're not sure if that's a horror mark or a wizard mark. Huh? Because there is a spell called wizard mark and... I don't know if this is true or not in the official canon, but I'm going to say unofficially as a wizard, you're probably not entirely sure. And you may have an opinion one way or the other on whether wizard mark was something that wizards um, learned from horrors somehow, or horror mark was something that horrors learned from wizards. um, Or if they both just independently came up with it, Um, they both have very similar names, but Individuals can do this kind of thing. They can do a thing called wizard mark to keep a, a little mark on someone in astral space. It's usually not associated with uh, astral pollution, though. So this has astral pollution, but not as much as you would expect on a horror mark. So it is confusing to you. Huh. Yeah, so I think um, Mixie says, yeah, that, that looks like a horror mark, and then uh, kind of looks up and goes, huh, you know, it doesn't quite... Yeah. It's it's kind of weird. Like it it, it kind of looks like it's it might also be a wizard mark, but I don't know. It's got the astral pollution around it. Oh, uh, quietly you're trying to say this. <laughs> I'm kind of whispering because I'm like literally like on her shoulder. Okay, yeah, I'll get you to roll a perception plus. No, actually, I'll just get your roll perception. You're gonna have a much lower difficult. Uh, no, this is just uh, unless you have air speak okay, or first. something like that. This is just Don't a test to see if you can talk in a way that you think no one else will hear you or the non-intended targets won't hear you. You will have a lower difficulty number in my head, though. Five. Uh, five is actually, I would say, good enough, um, just so you okay. know as a player. Uh, because as a windling, you're tiny, whispering, and you're next to her ear, practically. You can yeah. <laughs> you could pull that off. <laughs> For sure. Uh, it just may be that Gareth and Zoran don't hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'll go to Gareth on his twenty-two. He's rolled that for astral sense, uh, astral sight. Um, you also see very obvious. I think you have the same impression Jerem does, except that you have seen horror marks. Have you seen horror marks before? Actually, that's a question for Gareth. Uh, between, I think, yeah, because uh, Navith got horror marked a couple of times, and Trent, that was before she met you, though. I think wasn't it? I, I could have sworn it happened at least once, and they mentioned at the time it happened before that. Hmm. Well, in any case, I, I think that's an okay narrative decision. Even even if that is true or not, uh, I'm okay with Gareth have seen one before, mm-hmm. because um, Lindstadt. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, um, traveling with Lindstadt and Navith, either one of them or I have gotten marked. I just mm-hmm. can't remember. And he's removed it, or we've seen it in the things we faced. So on a twenty-two, you've you you got a really good roll there. There is some extra knowledge that you or would be very specific to you, and that is peeking around in astral space as you've done a few times. Um, you, this is a really confusing quote-unquote horror mark because you think you see um, both horror magic and dragon magic in this. Oh, that ain't right. And it also doesn't help that we just came from a place where it was mentioned uh, a dragon was horror marks, if I remember correctly. Yep. I believe yep. that's right. The, the brother of the deceased Fastientas, mm-hmm. who is potentially vying for a spot as lore keeper, which 
Okay. With, <laughs> you know what? You, you know what that tells me? These guys are working for him. Mm-hmm. That would be a reasonable assumption. <laughs> because Fun. that could literally... I mean, horror magic, dragon magic. And we just heard about a horror-marked dragon. Two and two equals fish. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, Mixie took an action by talking. So I'll ask, what does Gareth take as an action here? Because we're just kind of going, it's almost like a combat round, but not a combat round, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Um, so a small amount, small amount of activity here allowed. Um, I think Gareth is going to step forward and go, greetings. How can we help? Okay. And before I continue at that point, I'm just going to check and see, does Zoran do anything? Um, yeah, I think, I think that Zoran is, is, uh, keeping an eye on the situation and focusing on the figures ahead just kind of like um i want to i i think he's going to be trying to get a see if he can spot make sure that nothing's out he's kind of watching observing them um and just trying to make sure there's nothing he that nothing they're missing anything they're concealing on them just to be safe okay roll awareness all right that's where i'm a viking Eleven. Okay, you don't see anything obvious that's being concealed or anything. They seem to have everything out in the open as far as you can tell. Uh, and they seem to be genuinely looking fairly friendly uh, from your perspective. So, you know, what you may have heard from Jerem at least may sound a little like, oh, they seem nice. <laughs> For now. <laughs> I, I almost kind of disappointed. He, I think I think Soren relaxes a little bit, but he's still kind of um, he's he's uh, I feel like his tail is just kind of swishing back to forth. Just to, just he's still he's relaxing, but he's still staying on the ready because even nice people are can be at be um, yep. that and this Nethermancer is certainly matching uh, the style you would like as a uh, Tuscrang. Tuscrang love gaudy bright colors, so. <laughs> Kind of almost disappointing, maybe to you that to hear that they may be marked. Um, so Gareth, you were saying greetings, wasn't it? Yes, uh, basically just a non-committal but pleasant greetings. How can we help? Hail, travelers! You hear from um, the Nethermancer as he gestures to the deck as if basically asking permission if he may step off his mount. Gareth will turn to Zoran, being that it's his ship. It's not Gareth's call. I think Zoran just kind of nods. Um, he he kind of he does he, he does look over to the side. Well, actually, no. First, I think he looks over to the side and looks at a switch on the ship. He nods to himself and then turns back and nods. Gareth yeah, taking the yeah. nod motions for uh, motions towards the the deck of the ship, saying basically saying yes. Okay. Yeah, and he steps down fairly slowly, fairly innocently, as far as you can tell. Says, I am Stavold, Heathermancer. Uh, these are my companions, Baldur Stormshade, and uh, the male elf um, nods, and Quinn, the female elf in 
The male elves in kind of earthen colored chain armor. Uh, the horns are dyed red on the uh, helmet. Uh, the female elf, she has blue chain armor, a horned helmet, but then there's blue ribbon, blue ribbons on her horns. And they both kind of just nod uh, politely. They don't get off um, their mounts, though. Uh, we are the Watchers. Gareth, Gauntlet, we are travelers. Huh. And you are archaeologists. And you are all envoy of Dragon Kin, I assume, considering where you just came from. I, I want Gareth to answer this honestly. So the answer would be no. Only he is because Zarenka. The others mm-hmm. were just tasked with um, not, sh- well, I guess shepherding, bringing him here so he could do what was asked. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. The truth of it is, is that I was tasked to come here and handle a request for the passed on name giver and the recipient of something important. These uh, fellows are unrelated, merely transportation for me. Oh, well, doing wonderful work, I uh, I imagine. Um, we, the Watchers of Wormspire, are tasked with honoring the spirit and memory of Vasgentis. And we tend to uh, inspect those who pass through here to ensure that they are not agents of chaos. Uh, but clearly, uh, you got past us earlier, and um, clearly um, you have been inside Mount Wormspire. Say, uh, do you know if they have selected a new lorekeeper yet? There was talk of the selection process, but it did not sound like any decisions were finalized. Ah, I see. Well, Mind you, the conversation was casual and passing, and to be completely honest, none of my business, because dragons. So I was polite, but keeping myself out of business, that is not my own. Well, everyone to roll a awareness or perception if you have it. Or sorry. Yay, awareness. Perception if you don't have awareness. <laughs> okay. You say that everyone? Yeah. 23. Well, karma. Wow, 23 and 22. All right, so we'll go in order of the 23 to 22. And down. Um, I'd say the 14 and 12, um, Zoran and Jaram are not noticing anything in particular. Um, yep. I'm going to try to style these based on your disciplines a little bit. Um, and maybe your experiences uh, coming in here. Um I'll go with Gareth first, since he was the one talking. Gareth, you notice out of the corner of your eye behind where there was um, the field of daisies and all that, it's getting a little cloudy there. And there is a bit of a glowing coming from that direction that you're just barely perceiving, because it is getting on to sun, you know, it's it's dusk. Um, mm-hmm. would, and would so it's getting a little like- darker fires and lantern lights and the like, or something else? It seems like it, but it's kind of a bluish glow, you think. Um, Magic light. Whereas Mixie, you see a kind of hot white blue uh, object in the distance. I think because your astral sight is still on, this makes it even more obvious. It's almost like there's a pole in the ground um, from the plateau that they came from. 
is glowing very bright blue and starting to light up the area around. Interesting. Would I have any idea what that is? Uh, let's just... Do you have any, like, magic lore or anything of that? I guess if not, no, uh, you're a wizard, so I would go with a half magic perception. So that's... You take your circle, which I believe is five, and add that to your perception. And you roll that step. Uh, plus karma is optional, if you like. And we'll see so what we get. So my perception step plus five. Yep. Plus a karma okay. die, optional. Sure. That's what you call not? a wizard half magic. Um, and it's being used as kind of a test of like, have you seen this kind of thing before or read about this kind of thing before as a wizard? Okay. Give me a second. I have to do math. Yep. Math. Oh, the, the uh, ampersand bot can math if you want to do blah plus blah type of thing. So like seven. Oh, five. okay. Cool. Cool. You right, can do that. And you can do a like uh, exclamation point after it even too. The other Nine. bot cannot though. I did roll very okay. well. Okay, so you're not entirely sure what that is, um, but you're just getting a bad feeling about it. Like you, you're getting the sense of that maybe it's a beacon of some kind, as in like a warning system or something approaching uh, that it's trying to let someone know something's happening. Something okay. of that sort is the kind of magic it's giving off in your mind. Yeah, I think I'm going to whisper in one brain. Why do you do this to me? Jar, I think I'm going to whisper in Jarum's ear and say, Hey, you see that light? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I think it's a good beacon. I think somebody just, uh, somebody's calling something or notifying about something. Uh, got a bad feeling. Yeah, I did bad, yeah, I got bad feeling. Something is, uh, something's happening. It has to do with us. Yeah. As it happens, Gareth, you hear, um, devil say and uh, you have been given a task have you to um, deliver messages to your patron I was tasked with the retrieval of something for my patron may we see we don't need to take it we just we're just curious I'm going to have to respectfully decline it is not my gift or it is not my thing so it is not my purview to show it. It is a fair enough, private, fair enough. private matter to my patron. Fair Where enough. are these guys? Border <laughs> control? <laughs> it honestly sounds like it. Oh, you see, we Why just, are we, we getting just... the pat down here? I'm not saying uh, that. That's not me in character. Just no, no, no. That's, that's funny. <laughs> uh, you see, we uh, being watchers of Rimspire and keeping the spirit of memory of Vascentis going. We also like to log information that is collected from um, the bounds of Vascentis' great knowledge. And from time to time, we've had people share their uh, information with us. No worry, though. And he turns and nods at the uh, two warriors and says, Well, is there anything we can help you with on your return journey. Uh, he looks to the group. Uh, Mixie uh, keeps her mouth shut because her uh, opinion right now is you can GTFO off the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerem looks like really uncomfortable at Gareth, like, but is afraid to open her mouth. <laughs> Gareth will politely bow and say thank you for your assistance, but as our business is concluded at Wormspire, we will simply be leaving the area for 
my patron. Fair enough. I'm Gareth, and I think Mixie. I think actually no anybody uh, who thinks they're fairly. I think everybody's focused on the situation. I'll get awareness from everyone again. Um, All right. Is, and a couple questions. Um, I'm obviously Gareth would have turned off Astral Sight by now, or it'd be really obvious to them that you're kind of doing it and be socially weird. But can I uh, use Garma on this? Holy is, crap! Yes, uh, if you have it as a talent, you can use it. Uh, does Mixie's do. uh, Astral Sight still going though? I would assume so. I'm probably keeping okay. an eye on everything just because I'm nervous about everything. Because it's much easier for you, you to oh. hide. Oh, what's that? Yeah. Oh. Exclamation point afterwards. <sighs> rolled a butt again. Golly. But it's fine. Gareth, <laughs> Gareth rolled really, really high. Gareth on the 36. Wow, that's a few successes on this. Um, Gareth, you are pretty sure that Stavold is looking at you with Astral Sight now. Suddenly. Oh, fun. Are you carrying the crystal on you? Hmm. <sighs> I assume you would be. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was literally just it was literally just given to me, and you know this isn't your ship. It isn't my uh, ship, and yeah. I would be the best person to protect it for Zarinka. So exactly, I would say that it is on me, probably tucked under my armor, so it's close to me and kept safe. Okay. <laughs> You have a 36, which is absolutely amazing. So you not only tell he's looking, but you just see the subtle eye motion as he looks down to where you're holding it. What do you do? Give you a quick action. You can stop that now. And, okay. All right. I want everyone to roll uh, initiative. (laughs) As soon as he says that, Mixie is like, slap with the uh, the mage armor. So... Sorry, the way the initiative works in this bot, you have to use the triangle brackets bot. You type the triangle bracket, then I, and then the number of your initiative, and it will store it in there because in this system, the initiative is re-rolled every round. So your order and initiative can change each round. Uh, um, Rob, I want to actually do something. I want to try if I, I wonder if I could do something with the with the twenty I rolled. Uh, potentially. That was more to notice uh, particular okay. things. Uh, that that is actually more to okay. notice that specific thing. So just going back on people's roles on that. On 20, um, you... I don't think you would see the astral eyes thing necessarily, but you might actually see that there was a bit of a reaction from the two warriors um, <laughs> once Gareth mentioned the you can stop that now thing. They are... Uh, more alert suddenly. Oh wait, never mind. What I was gonna do doesn't. I don't think it'll help for this because we're we're probably out of social defense. So I was gonna give a heartening laugh. Um, that could be. <laughs> that's why I'm doing the initiative. So that could be something okay. you'd be doing here. Um, I want to okay. see how quick people are gonna be reacting to things. So Mixie on 14. Of course, the Wyndham is gonna be the fastest reactor. So uh, I'll start with my Mixie. Initiative, my initiative sucks. <laughs> um yeah as uh, soon as this happens i just smack myself with a uh with a mage armor because i'm okay. scared roll spell casting i think it is all because you don't need threads for that right i don't because you have so. you have the pre if it does take a thread it would be in your uh, enhanced i just have to find the book again as i forgot to look it up yep um 
No problem. Spellcasting, spellcasting, spellcasting. Ah, there it is. Spells. What circle is that? It's first circle. Oh, it's the zero thread. Okay, yeah, it's a zero thread. Plus three to physical armor when you use it. Creates a a ghostly violet layer. Violet layer on the target. Eight. Alright, and that just has to beat your own mystic defense. You can lower your own mystic defense for the purposes of this, though. So, really, anything better than a two counts. My mystic defense is is four anyway, so I did beat it. No, no, it'd be way higher than that. That's probably oh, that's mystic like armor. armor. Oh, mystic, mystic okay, yeah. Mystic defense on a wizard who's a windling is going to be pretty high. But oh, yeah, you can vol- you can voluntarily lower your own uh, for can I do that? things like that. Um, but for the purposes of extra successes, your original one still counts. So you won't get any extra successes, but you get your typical plus three to physical armor. And... Yes. Um, you get a kind of, let's see, you have a faint violet glow to yourself. Yes. But only for those who has astral sight, or if it's dark enough. I don't think it's dark enough, but that one guy is using astral sight. But he's not it's necessarily, look, he's not really looking at you right now. I don't right. care if he knows I'm stressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a stress reaction for a windling wizard. Uh, Zoran, you're up next. I'm very squishy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to do the heartening lap because I'm not sure if it. My I don't understand this enough to know if that will actually help at all in this situation. Oh, heartening lap? Yeah, let me look. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. You boost morale by directing a booming, mocking laugh at the opponent, making a a heartening laugh test the highest social defense among the opponents with an earshot. If you're successful, any characters friendly to the adept, so us. Uh, and who hear the laugh will add a plus two bonus for social defense against effects based on fear or intimidation, as well as any willpower tests made to shake off those effects for a number of rounds equal to your laugh rank. All right, excellent. So you take a point of strain to do this. It is a simple action, which means you don't have to just do this. You can take another actual action. This is considered kind of a free action kind of um okay. so yeah you take your point of strain and roll heartening laugh all right okay 14. and what it's going to do it's it's going to help uh, help protect us from any spells or anything they might do that will try to fear or intimidate us okay uh you get a regular success out of that so that is successful um basically any character's friendly to you so that's all the party basically uh you, I, I'll let um, Zoran describe this, but um, you will be laughing. Uh, you get to add plus two to your social defense against anything that's fear or intimidation based. And considering there's another answer here, that's pretty helpful. Seems like. Right. Okay. <laughs> Where do I mark strain on here again? Uh, that's point of damage. That, that will be your status, it will be the health box one of the little 1x boxes yep okay so strain is just voluntary damage basically okay i think i think i think zoran goes ha i think my friend has made the point that our business is concluded at this point okay uh do you have any other actions you want to take because uh, you can take a standard action as well if you wish or other simple actions i am going to Actually, you know what? Can I come? Actually, can I combine this? Because what I want to do 
is I feel like so before Zon says this, um, he's gonna hop up on the mast, and I am gonna pull a maneuver. Yeah, that's a reasonable thing. So roll maneuver, and this will help you with your physical defense in case you get attacked, right? Yep. As he's rolling, can I ask a question real quick? Mm-hmm. Would it be too late for me to use elemental stance? Um, that's just an automatic stance, I believe. Uh, it'll come up at your turn. Um, it says after actions are declared for the round, but before yeah. any are taken. And I was worried so, that we are taking no, things. No, we're, we're fine. Um, okay. We do a modified version because oh, podcast okay. and because uh, I always, beyond Forget. podcast, I always, no, I always feel that this is a better way narratively to handle things. Okay. The standard the standard rule is everybody actually has to declare in, at the beginning of the round exactly what they're going to do, and oh. then we get into it. Oh, and then uh, we roll, and then we do the okay. Yeah, and then you roll, and then you which is I don't, I don't narr- like that. <laughs> it's n- narratively very confusing, and I just yeah, find it op- oper- operationally very confusing because people don't remember what they said they were going to do, and it's not like anybody's writing down and. Because it's supposed to be penalties if you change your action and all this. Yeah, that, that does not jive with my ADHD very well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that... that be like, hey, what did you want to do? Uh, yeah. Man, I don't even know what I was going to do when I was weaving up the right of turn ago, okay? Yeah. Every yeah. single Earth Dawn podcast, one shot, whatever, does this style. So, <laughs> um, Thank goodness. Even the official developers, when they play... <laughs> doing a, a podcast or or whatever they do it this way um yeah so uh maneuver lets you do fancy footwork uh to gain mobility against and a superior position against a single opponent so that you'll have to choose someone i'm assuming the nethermancer yeah. um and you're going to make a maneuver test against their physical defense is that the 11 yep you got there okay physical defense okay you get an extra success. Wait a minute. Nice. Is that right? No, that's physical armor. Sorry. You just barely get it. These guys don't sound that squishy. Yeah, no. Um, and and, and I, I kind of feel like Sauron's doing... This is what Sauron's doing while he says what he says. Is He, he kind of yeah. hops up on the mast and he goes, Ha ha! I think what my friend is saying here is our business is complete unless there's any other business you want. Okay. And I think he's twirling a he's twirling a dagger in his hand. Okay. You gain a plus two bonus to your physical defense from attacks by that target. And you also gain a for a close combat to attack test if you were doing an attack test this turn, but you're probably not. Alright. Next, watchers. Alright. What are y'all doing? Uh, I am going to start with a classic thing. So I gotta go look this up for a second. So Careful. classic, you can't remember how it works. Yeah, it's, I, I know what it is, how it works. I just need to look up the mechanics because I haven't had to do it in so dang long. Uh, yeah, no, it just I see how this works. Okay. You see the head of this Nethermancer suddenly start glowing and suddenly changes into a gore-spattered skull as if he suddenly looks completely undead and terrifying. Wonderful. And he looks at Gareth. Beautiful image. Roll a... Where is it here? This is a free action to do. I assume it'll be dice. Alright, 16. What's your social defense? Plus the bonus you got from the heartening laugh for Gareth. 
My social defense is low. Uh, seven is <laughs> seven plus two for a nine. Nine. Okay, so that is an extra success. All right, you have been frightened. All right, I got to look up the frightened talent briefly just to make sure the, how the rules work there. You know what kills me? I, I was I was looking at Earth, Earth skin, which actually has <laughs> actually helps against. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Luck of the roll. What luck? Oh wait, sorry. It is against your mystic defense. I'm sorry about that. Apparently, oh, the talent goodness. is different than the skill. So, what's your mystic defense? Okay, my mystic defense is 10 plus 2, okay. so 12. Okay. So no extra success on it. Uh, you still become frightened, though. You get a negative 2 penalty to all tests. Um, that you... Um, yeah. Negative 2 to all your tests, as long as you're scared. Um, which is going to be about 5 rounds. Um, good. Each round, you can make a willpower test against um, the Adept's frightened step. So that's step... Okay, yeah, so against 15. You can immediately make a willpower test if you like, plus two, because you have that bonus from um, Zoran. Okay. So I'll let you do that immediately. Uh, let me double check and let me ask. Uh, add a plus... Oh, I think I might have accidentally mixed that up because Circle 8 Gauntlet Adept adds plus two to their Mystic Defense. So, do I have a... You still won't have 16. <laughs> oh, no, I don't... Yeah, it is... Oh, mine. no, you probably did that. It'd be in the sheet. Yeah, it is. I, I see yep. it under mods for two, so that is 10, so 12. Yep. yep. Okay. So, willpower. Um, I just want to make sure that I can... Oh, if you have Lionheart, I think that might be the one that can be used for this, but otherwise... Or something that fights fear-based things, but otherwise you're just rolling raw willpower for this. Alright, actually I did mess up because at circle 4 I get a plus 1 to Mystic Defense, and then at circle 8 I get a plus 2 to Mystic Defense. That's not cumulative, it's just it goes from a 1 to a 2. Okay, never mind then. Karma! <laughs> Can I use Karma? On the Only if power? it's a talent. Only if it's talent, which is not. Okay. But you get plus 2 because of Zoran's thing. Right. Okay, so that bumps it up to a nine. Wow, 14. That's almost enough. That's one away. <laughs> that hurts. That does, because that was a really good roll. Um, yeah, so the others are not necessarily taking any actions yet. Um, you hear him say, let me see the crystal while staring at you. And you feel frightened, uh, so you are like, at negative two, like we said. Um, right. But you can decide what that means narratively for Gareth. Uh, and the other two aren't doing anything uh, yet. So uh, I believe you are next on the order anyway. So what do you do? Uh, I am going to look up Steel Thought because... Uh, steel Thought is a void blow for spells. You haven't been hit by a spell, though. It was a talent, which I guess... Hmm, but resists magical can, abilities that target. Yeah, that's true. Happens. All right, so you, I'll give you the chance to do that. Uh, technically, you should have 
done it as a reaction to this, but you may not have known. I'm going to go with you probably didn't know that. <laughs> I don't use it all that often, so it was yeah. just a blank until it was my turn. And, and, and plus, as a GM, I am also like, would you like to avoid blow? I didn't say, would you like to steal thought? So yeah, it's on me somewhat. So the roll, in, uh, roll a steel thing, thought. Ah. Okay, so this one I can use karma on because it is a talent. Yep. Yep. And since I'm on an airship, that means double. Uh, it may not count as an action on an airship. It's more of a reaction. Okay, so I would say fine. just the one karma. Because usually is... it's supposed to be specific really? action. Really? <laughs> Speaking of karma, I think this is, this, this is karma for me trying to wiggle out of this, apparently. Yep. That's a pain in the ass. Alright, what did, what does Gareth do? Because that's not considered an action, that's just a um, that's a free thing yeah. you can do when reacting to abilities. Yeah. Um I really want to say he fights it. I, I think he will react in fear by taking a step back out okay. of shock at this, but he's going to go, it is not your business. Okay, Jerem, what do you do? Oh, that's me. Yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, well, oh, so what have we done so far? We, we've we just done a lot of talking and threatening, right? Not a lot yep. of actual action. All right. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of posturing going on, basically. Yeah. Well, I will continue to, this, to add to the stalemate. I'd like to cast... Ferocity. It's a zero thread. Okay. I traded out my spells between our last fight and this one. Um, and cast that on Gareth. Okay. That's ferocity with an F? Is that ferocity with an F, yes. It's yeah. in... Shaman spells, right? So Yes. Uh, um, unfortunately, the PDF doesn't have... There we go, ferocity. All right. Um, this increases the target's aggression. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Improving their combat abilities. Um, so, you claw at the air or surface, make a mm -hmm. spell casting test against a willing target. Gareth is probably mm -hmm. quite willing. Uh, successful, the target's muscles are taught animalistic instincts to come over them, and their natural weapons ah. are more dangerous, gaining plus three okay. to close combat attacks. And so, I had you, a just, you just gave that to a gauntlet. And plus <laughs> three. And plus yeah. three to unarmed damage tests, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, because I have now watch all one enhance like three. <laughs> Probably. You're, you're down two, right? Like, But whatever. We'll try it anyways. Um, because I have a enhanced spell matrix, can I cast it with an extra thread? Because from a zero to a one. Oh, yes, you definitely can pre-weave pre an extra thread for a zero-thread spell. That's definitely a thing. Okay. So do if I need to take a turn for. to do that, or do I need... Nope. Can I just cast it? That's more of an assumption that you had done that previously okay. when you set up the matrix. Yes. So it won't have any extra successes on it or anything like that. No. That's a thing. But I'm it, going for increased effect. Okay, awesome. Plus one more. <laughs> yes. Okay, I like this. So I have to do my casting against six, if Gareth is okay with this. Gareth is more than okay with this. <laughs> uh, spell casting 15, so let's go. Go for as many rounds as possible. 
Wow, 19. Okay, so that's a spellcasting test against the six difficulty of this. Yep. So that's an extra two successes. Cool. Uh, so that's success levels increase duration by, in this case, plus four rounds beyond the actual rank rounds, mm -hmm. uh, which is your rank in spellcasting, I'm guessing. Um, and yeah, describe your spell, how it looks <laughs> to the oh, outside wow. observer. So we've got um, Gareth being pretty growly and serious, and uh, and these guys, you know, having a. Very... And meanwhile, the big orc caster is just clawing at the air wildly with like anger in her eyes and infusing Gareth, Gareth, Gareth with a little extra power, a little extra baba boom. Mm hmm. So that's so cool. All right, let's go for lots of reasons here. Um, okay. What is Gareth's reaction to this? To this extra ferocity, by the way, we'll give you a little bit of narrative space for that. I think um, with with this ferocity, Gareth might be able to uh, regain his footing and fight just a little bit harder against that fear effect. I think for a visual um, effect, Gareth's eyes might actually spark with small bits of flame reaching into the uh, reaching into the fire element because that ferocity is you know burning in his heart it's the fire of battle etc etc because I'm a dork no and I like it because you are taking you said you mentioned you were going to take elemental stance I, yeah. I feel like that would be a valid side effect mm -hmm. of something like that okay so, yeah the, he, 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 you know I, you know, he is affected by fear, but suddenly there's just this literal spark of flame in his eyes, probably even trailing off a bit, like you know, torchlight. Uh, so I'm wondering what that does to the Nethermancer. It's like, okay. Um, you notice that with the Nethermancer staring at you, uh, he still has the glowing eyes. And he does. I'm going to carry on your previous really good role on uh, awareness because you're just super hyper aware. Apparently, um, he kind of eyes you up and down very quickly and just kind of snaps his fingers, and he's back to his normal-ish face, sort of. Uh, and he raises his hand as if to indicate for the others to hold off, and he turns to get back on his mount and huh. says. Vestriven, Vestriven's brood will rule over you all. And you notice, everyone notices that this facade of kind of fairly brightly colored, normal looking name givers goes away and they have fairly dark outfits on now. Their skin is not the usual sparethial skin, which is this kind of somewhat um, trans, not just translucent, but a kind of a re somewhat reflective skin is no longer there. Uh, it's more patchwork, as if some of their elven skin was replaced by patches of orc and troll and human skin uh, in places. And as a hodgepodge well, of, of uh, I'll call them tattoos, including those uh, that draconic brand that you saw in astral space is now blatantly obvious uh, in the physical space. Sean, we can't complain about that because we have several characters that are patchwork like that as well. <laughs> and they're planning on dismounting. If nobody is opposing that in any way, I'm just going to do a roll. 
uh, to see, yeah, they are first on the initiative. So that is their action to fly off. Uh, next in the order would be Zoran. So why, why don't I just ask, what does Zoran do? Uh, I As think Zoran is like, off. yeah, I think he's like, all right, let's 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 get let's get out of here. Zoran, you noticed that the um, the uh, plateau that they were at that used to be covered in daisies and stuff like that. Now, to you, it looks actually barren again. In fact, you see several corpses over there. You think. Um, just strewn about. Yeah, it's like aha. Uh, oh, carrot, the sugary carrot, then the stick. What? They tried to get us with the carrot now, and now they're showing the stick after oh. we told them where to shove the carrot. Right. Well, I agree with you. I think we should get the heck out of here. I think those guys called for backup, so I think we should leave. Yes, if I they think called yeah. them back up. They would have pressed their advantage, but <laughs> discretion is the better part of valor. Onward to safety. <laughs> I think he calls right. out to the crew. I'm going to be Gareth and oh, go ahead. And points back towards the city they came from. <laughs> you get Zoran and Gareth to roll oh, um, air sailing. <laughs> Ooh, twenty-four is really good. <laughs> yeah. I want to see how Zoran's doing. All right, let me see one second. Okay, okay I'm going to hold that five to later for amusing oh, no. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I think, Gareth, you were able to actually take command of the situation. This whole reinfiguration from the ferocity spell and the anger you were feeling and who knows what else has probably driven you to practically take command from Zoran without realizing it. Does that seem like a reasonable thing Gareth would do? Because it sounds like it to me. If... If he's under the ferocity and probably a little embarrassed at, you know, being, you know, scared like that, I think he would lean into, quote unquote, taking control and and flexing his air sailing muscles by, you know, issuing a couple of commands before Zoran gets a chance to. Yeah, I think I, I Zoran's think... just still looking down at the barren patches. <laughs> he did not like what he did not like what he sees. I think Mixie yeah. like turns to uh, Jarum because she's still kind of like hanging out on her shoulder, and just kind of like kind of softly says, "So, um, it's exactly." Oh, it's it's these, but uh, I think uh, I think I uh, pushed uh, Gareth a little hard there. <laughs> yeah, you might have done that a little bit. Seems a little uh, excitable. I, I thought this was going to go very differently, and I think... She's still shimmering she's purple, probably. so yeah, she's just kind of nuts. Awesome. I think you, you as you're traveling... Is there anything anybody wants to do as you're traveling back to Baracha Hold? Anything in particular you want to cover narratively on the way back? Um, actually, yeah. If, if, if I can manage this. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to... Once everything's kind of worn off and worn out, I think Gareth is going to sit in a um, meditation circle and see if he can't reach Zarinka because this shit needs to be told right quick and in a hurry. Ah, very curious. Okay, roll Balance Seeker Half Magic uh, Perception. So you're kind of trying to commune with that spirit that's endowed in your armor, right? That kind of thing. Right. Uh, okay, Actually, so... charisma-based half magic. We don't get to do that very often. 
I want to do that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, charisma base, so that's five plus... Your what? balance seeker uh, rank, which at this time was probably two, I'm guessing. Okay. How many? You had done, let me think. You had done the the thing with the, the wood, right? Element of wood. Right. This <laughs> is the element of the air thing, so that's two. You haven't dealt at all with fire or... Um, water yet. Or the water or the other one. Why am I forgetting what the other one is? I don't know. There's five in this game. And for some reason, the other one's out of my brain right now. But wood. Earth, that was there. Earth. Earth. Okay, Earth. You already did. You already did wood. Um, right. With okay. the overgrown thing. Yeah. So you got two ranks. So that's your charisma plus two option of karma, option of extra karma, because this is an action you're taking on an airship too. Right. So. so seven double karma it is. Seventeen. Oh, that's excellent. What is your? Um, what are you trying to communicate? I guess is the question. Uh, just that. Basically, we just basically what happened that we are on our way back. We um, got the got the thing. But on the way out, we ran into some very not nice people that are working for Vesgensis's brother. And I say it that way because I can't remember his name exactly. Uh, Gareth will also go, also, a horror-marked dragon? (laughs) What? (laughs) Um, You won't get a specific uh, response from Zrinka, but what you feel has happened um, is essentially there was this spirit uh, that you know that Zrinka has some way that she can kind of give you an essence of her into your armor that seems to spend time kind of being almost like a recorder, a logger of what's going on in the world. Um, and it is somewhat self-aware. Like you've had conversations with this kind of piece of a spirit on occasion in your dreams. Sometimes it's manifested, really depends on situation. It's my Cortana. Yeah. This time it kind of manifests in um, the form of a windling and kind of a spectral windling. And... It gets up, nods at you, and then flies straight in the direction of Baracha Hold at a speed that you just couldn't comprehend anything could fly at. In fact, if you are under decks, it just goes right through the wall when it does that. No, I think he was out in the open just to get some okay. fresh air because... You might have seen it go through a mast at one point. <laughs> just kept going straight. So your message is, You get a sense that your message is being sent very quickly. He's going to look in the direction that they were, you know, uh, of Mount Wormspire and where, in general, that place was, because he has a very bad feeling that this is going to come back later. Th- this is not a one-time event. They-, they are going to have to deal with this. And I think that that meditation and that thing kind of took some time, took some energy out of you. You probably meditated for a bit after that happened. Mm-hmm. Um and as you kind of wake up, you wake up to realizing that Zoran has kind of put you in a really bad landing pattern for coming back to Baracha Hold. Uh, and you think you might be, you're being carried by the wind really badly. Like there, there's just this down, this, there's this up, updrift, or what do they call it? Uplift, updrift? No. Updraft. Updraft. There's this updraft. Um, that lifts you up to Baraja Hold. 
But you know how that works because you've flown an airship uh, into here and you've seen a professional, like good air sailor do it. Mm -hmm. But then there's this sudden kind of crash down that you have to deal with after that uplift um, that you don't think he's handling. Suddenly you realize, what do you do? Um, I think Gareth goes, oh, no. And I'm going to throw in Nixie and Jerem here. Like, Jerem, uh, I would think that you're like, oh, this is fine. Everything's going good. But I think Mixie as a windling kind of just has a sense of aerodynamics <laughs> a little bit. And she's like, um, this doesn't seem like the last airship you were in, Mixie, how they approached. Yeah. <laughs> Mixie's just kind of like, um, are we coming in a little hot now? More than. <laughs> Mixie's gonna hey. go like attach her, like she's gonna, the, like, go the attach herself. Mixie's gonna go like attach herself to like uh, the rigging and just like just like wind her body around to some some rigging, like hold on tight. <laughs> just on the outside of the ship so she could just jump off and fly away <laughs> just in case. Air. Ah, this Zora. is how he always does it. <laughs> what does Zora do? Oh, I'd be a bit of a, a flying person? How long have you been an airship captain? Couple years now. Did you ever take any tests? I mean, you did take Or did you wake up someday and say, I'd like to fly a thing? I did, but the testers retired afterwards. Oh. <laughs> like, you're just not used to the aerodynamics of a good flyby. If they're not used to the aerodynamics of a good flyby, what do you call this? A good flyby. Oh, we're all gonna die. Okay. No, no, no. You are. I can fly. No, no, no. We have yet to kill anyone. First. Well, okay. We First killed I one person, think. but that was because we actually intentionally hit them with a ship. They were, they were not the. They were trying to get aboard. Eric would know nothing about that. <laughs> 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 Not your character, but a previous character he did. Uh, yeah. So, what is does Gareth try to take over or anything or help in any way? Because what you feel is happening, you're coming over the crest and coming down to land where the um, the towers where you tie up are. The the I don't know if you call them more air moors or something like that. Uh, but you know you're going to overshoot those usually and end up in kind of the horror ridden part. of yeah. Well, potentially, potentially horror-ridden part of Branch Old. Uh, Gar- made up in the cleared will, part. Gareth will try. Whether he, <laughs> whether he's going to succeed and whether they have enough time to do anything, um, he's going to try. All right, roll air sailing. Talents, because I can't remember from one day to the next. All right, twenty-five. I think I know how this kind of goes somewhat. I think um, what you're trying to do is you crest over and then you see him trying to land and you're able to convince... I'll I'll let you maybe decide exactly how this goes, how you do this, but what you're probably going to need to do is not even try to land a branch at all, but try to just fly over it. Um, Not not keep the downward descent, but actually try to get higher up uh, and not even bother trying to land it yet just get across branch a hold um and by the way, i don't know there... sailing terminology i'm just going to use vague terms in describing that gareth will seeing what's going on jump to ordering the crew 
um, telling them to tighten this, slacken that, turn this, um, and he's going to go to the wheel and do what he can there to avoid hitting the mooring anchors that you mentioned were there. Oh, you're long overshot those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's more that you might land in the horror-ridden part of the or crash right. even in the horror-ridden section, so. Yeah, he's going to and avoid then you realize, And then you realize also you're potentially heading towards something new. There is a giant oak tree where there wasn't before in the middle of Baracha Hole. There used to be a giant dead pine tree. There is now a giant, and I mean capital G giant oak tree in the middle of Baracha Hole, probably a mile high. I blame Navith for this one. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to look at the, this tree and go, somehow this is Navith's doing. <laughs> because I remember her having like an acorn or something and there was talk of planting the tree I remember mm-hmm. I remember that mm-hmm. yep, there was something like that the fact that it happened so quickly it's probably both her and Lindstadt's fault now that he's thinking about it because magic so how does Gareth uh, dodge the tree with this Because now, now I'm thinking about it almost crashing into the tree makes more narrative sense here yeah um, you know those Bugs Bunny cartoons? Specifically the one where he has to deal with that little gremlin? And oh, yeah. they're they're diving for the, 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 the big skyscrapers, and at the last second, Bugs Bunny is able to wrest the controls away and flip the plane so it goes, like, from horizontal to vertical and goes in between the buildings? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Gareth will, with all his might, turn that uh, turn that wheel so he angles the ship so it is at a hard, uh, hard keeling angle so they can just kind of veer off, barely scraping by the tree if he can manage it. Excellent. And you do that. And uh, you notice Bursting that you can... all the way. You notice that now you're in a position where it's much easier to kind of coast over to the moorings and safely tie up the ship. I want Mixie to roll a um, wizard half magic perception because I imagine this giant tree is going to be fascinating to her. Oh, yeah, totally. I definitely wanted to look at the tree. So, yeah, that would be. Oh, is there anything? Nope. That would be your uh, circle plus perception with the option of karma. Eight. Eight. Okay. So you don't get a lot of information from looking at this other than this is a very overwhelming presence in astral space. Very bright uh, in a positive way. Seems to not have any pollution associated with it. Whereas the previous tree that was there that was dead had a lot of like negative energy coming off of kind of astral pollution or related kind of stuff. This is nice and clean. Um, uh, you might guess that actually you wouldn't even animate. You wouldn't know where the magic came from, but there's, it's definitely just very bright, and that's a good thing. Okay, and I have a, a, just a real quick question, just because yeah, weirder things have happened. Does the forest around it and whatever like look the same? 
you know, before most of the life here was dead and there was new, uh, just new life like saplings and small plants, um, it's still somewhat like that, although you've noticed that the shrubs and thing have kind of, you know, these saplings are bigger than they were before. Um, okay. There's a lot more greenery around than there was before, so some kind of cool, 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 cool. major recovery may have happened here. Interesting. And you yeah, I think she's you probably don't know what just kind like, of magic can do that. Yeah, she's probably just like hanging out on the uh, the rigging still and looking out over it and going like, "Wow, that is a really pretty tree." Yum <laughs> scrape. And one of the um, I'll say one of the uh, what do you call it? One of the crew members overhears you say that says it's a very pretty tree not to crash into oh it can't be a lot less pretty if, if we crashed into it hey you, you've been working for this guy for very long uh four months now how many times have you almost track how many times have you almost crashed almost <laughs> <laughs> right okay cool 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 shorter list to li- shorter list of the times they didn't crash It's been interesting. I mean, like he said, no one's died, but yeah, yeah, we've we've had a f- very few close ones and a lot of actual crashes. Unfortunately, they never, well, unless except for that last one, didn't really destroy anything. But right, yeah. And you keep working here because. Hmm, that's exciting. Are you like rich? Do you pay <laughs> really exciting. well? Oh, I think I established early on that he pays the crew more than he takes for himself, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the exciting answer is yeah, and he pays, because he pays really well. It's both. It's exciting and it pays well. Is what you get okay. out of this troll. All right. Well, while, while you're doing that, you suddenly notice there's another windling on board out of nowhere. Pink hair. Oh. Uh, fairly light colored skin. Uh, and Gareth, you will recognize this as the form of Zarenka you saw before. How does Zarenka react to Gareth slumped against the steering wheel panting sweating and shooting daggers at Zorhan? Thank you Gareth for the uh, the information I had no idea that Vastraven had done what he's done so much information from in such little time. It's a lot to process, yes? Gareth just kind of gives a tired thumbs up. Mixie to roll. Actually, everyone else roll awareness. Okay. I want to see if anybody else can figure out that this windling is a little different. 14. <laughs> oh my god. Jerem, wow. Hey, Jerem. You're very aware. Well, uh, I'm used to the rocky road, so, you know, I'm just paying attention to the new stuff. Mm, ice cream. <laughs> Okay. On the 30, Jerem, uh, you noticed that the way this windling came in was very suspicious. Um, kind of just appeared out of nowhere. Um, and kind of their eyes are glowing like with a bit of fire, uh, you notice. And there's just something really, really, really different about this. Because I can't just outright say, oh, yeah, you know it's a dragon, because yeah. that's not going to be the case. No. This no. is not your normal windling. There's something different. And, um, yeah, not an obvious dragon, obviously, but I think Gareth had sh- Gareth has definitely shared that he was hired by a dragon. So I think maybe in that sense, you could put two and two together and go, oh, 
This may be a name giver form of Gareth's patron. Cool. I'm gonna just think on that and wait to see what happens next. Okay. Uh, Mixie doesn't understand what's going on and is gonna fly down and try to greet this other woodly. This will be hilarious and adorable. And as she's kind of explaining, I guess Mixie comes over behind it, but this windling sees Mixie, Mixie without even like, you know, turning around. And so Mixie, you hear, hear her say, oh, and who's this nice little windling? And she turns around to greet you. And she has kind of what looks to be almost like fiery eyes, uh, pink hair, light colored skin. Um, and she gestures politely at you as windlings would. Um, to each other, uh, but doesn't actually speak in windling language. Actually, speaking Thralic with Gareth and huh. with yourself, um, and says greetings, little one. And you think, first of all, odd for a windling to say little one to another windling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Mixie pretty quickly puts two and two together that this is not normal, and she kind of comes up short right in front of. This other windling and says, "Hi, I'm Mixie. I am Zrinka. Where'd you come from?" Uh, long story. Uh, long, long story. But your carrots I am, Um, yeah, let's say that. Well, uh, it's nice to meet you. I mean, if the dragon wants to call Gareth his Gareth her friend, he ain't gonna <laughs> complain. Yeah. Well, it's nice having another windling on board. Although you're different, yes. You could say I'm quite different. I am Zrinka. I was the Princess Zrinka of Boracha Holt. Oh. And you will maybe vaguely have heard somewhere that well, I am the an previous ru- Yeah, the previous ruler of Boracha Holt, it's a principality. Um, the ruler was a uh, Princess Zrinka. You wouldn't have gotten this uh, you yeah, you probably would have gotten this from being at Boracha Holt. For a little while now, uh, being an archaeologist, so I think there's that element to it that you would recognize that name. But you know that that was the ruler pre-scourge. So you're um you're a bit old for for a windling. Oh, uh, you could say. Um, you could also say I'm not actually a windling. Ah, I was starting to wonder. She winks at you. And I'm, she says in uh, in the windling language, she says, yeah, I was starting to wonder because you don't really seem to speak like me. <laughs> oh, I can speak many name giver tongues, she says in windling. It's an oh. accent, but it's there. Oh, well, your accent's quite nice. Oh, thank you. Yes, okay. I, you, you would also know that Zarenka was an elf. So that's also going to throw you off. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a little odd. And I think uh, Mixie will say, How are you? How are you looking like that? It's a thing uh, my kind can do. Let's just leave it at that. Elves? <laughs> no. Think uh, bigger. Very bigger. Much. Mixie whips bigger. out like a. Uh, her. Well, Mixie whips out her notebook and says, How bigger? Um, Gareth just kind of mimes, you know, outstretched arms. We could say the parental hold uh, beneath it is my lair. I believe the term is in your language. Another thumbs up from Gareth. And it makes you start, like, scribbling down, like, notes, like, really, really quickly. And writes, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, 
could you tell me more about the, the Baratcha hold before the Scourge? Oh, I would definitely be glad to relay this information to you. First, um, I just need to chat briefly with, well, all of you, I guess. I do know, I do not wish to keep secrets anymore. Gareth, I am, um, I have decided not to hide or scheme or whatever it is as our kind tends to do. I wish to take the lead of my previous um, my, my sire, uh, Vasgentis, and be more open and clear about who I am and what I am doing. Mixie like underlines that. dragon a few times in her notes. <laughs> <laughs> Far be it for me to tell a, tell one of your kind no, but if you feel that this is a safe option for you, then by all means. It is very concerning to me what I have learned about uh, Vestrian. And I think it will concern us all someday, potentially. Uh, a dragon dealing with horrors and... Oh, was there anything else that you heard from these watchers of... Well, the supposed watchers of Vascentis? Of, of, no, watchers of Wormspire, was it? Well, they were watching Wormspire, and it seemed that they did to us... It seems, from what they were talking, that they do to others what they did to us, acting as guards or gatekeepers in an attempt to, I don't know, influence their patrons, um, lead for lore giver, lore keeper. Everyone to roll a straight perception test. Uh, this is for recall, recalling uh, information. This is a point that I'm not sure if the players picked up on necessarily right now, okay. uh, but the characters might. No, no, it's fine. Oh, come on. This is my way of like, it's kind of, there's a passing thing that was said that I'd like to loop back into, and we'll see who wins that competition. <laughs> well, uh, it's certainly not Zoron, and I'm annoyed that yep. it isn't Gareth. What was the uh, stat? Just uh, perception. Just straight perception. Unless you have eidetic memory or something like that, and I, there could be an argument for that if you had it. Pretty sure I don't. I got a pretty good memory. <laughs> I would hope so. I, I mean, my character. <laughs> okay, two. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. So, Mixie, on a 22, there was something in particular that you just, you know, at the time, it was a passing thing that this, um, what was the name? Uh, Stav Stavold said you were kind of, you know, you were worried you were in fight or flight mode. You were like, you know, just not processing what was said. But there was a mention, you now just realize of the brood of Vestriven that oh, you as a group shit. have not discussed at all. Yeah, I think that up. if Gareth is like, oh, I, I can't really think of anything else, I think uh, Mixie will say, do you Brood of Vestriganus? Sorry, Brood? And this is just Serenka turning around and looking at you. Yep. Brood, it was something the um, the big scary guy said. Vestriven has a mate? He, he has mated? His eggs? I suppose that was a little more literal than I was taking it. Uh, this is concerning. And you actually hear some fear in Serenka's voice. Would he need a mate, considering that he's a horror-marked dragon? Um, 
Well, I don't know that point, but that just the idea, if this is true and not just posturing, uh, this is of grave concern to us all. And No, that's understandable. You notice that she then kind of gestures at you, Gareth, to kind of that little spirit essence goes back into you. And she just quietly leaves as if like she's suddenly her brain is occupied by something else right now. Hmm. Oh, that's not good. Suppose <laughs> well, there's someone out there for everyone. <laughs> Namegivers, an Earthdawn actual play podcast, uses the Earthdawn RPG system by Fossa Games and also makes use of Creative Commons music from various artists. See the episode notes for a track list and full credits. If you'd like to come chat with us about the show, join us on the Namegivers channel in the Actual Place, a Discord server for actual play podcasts. The link is in the episode notes. <laughs> <laughs>